in a day and age where information technology privacy is more important than ever, especially the acceleration of the use of telehealth and telemedicine in healthcare in this day and age when we're all going through this pandemic. I have an organization who does exactly that integration of voice and communications into other systems. What this means for the pharmacy industry is opportunity to leverage such technologies that have already proven themselves effective for privacy, the privacy between provider and pharmacist and nurse and patient is so important. Today, we're gonna to be talking with TalkDesk. If you don't know about them, definitely look them up. I have information in the show notes and we will be uh, tweeting and sharing information on LinkedIn about them. So be on the lookout for that. My name is Todd Yuri. I am the founder of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, largest podcast uh, in, in the world of podcasting with 32 hosts that we have. And we're gonna be talking TalkDesk today here on the Pharmacy Podcast Nation. Hey, talk desk team. I have uh, I have Patty Hayward and Greg Miller. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation. Thanks for having us, Todd. Thank you. Glad to be here. Very welcome. I'm going to start with uh, Patty. You actually have a connection to the pharmacy marketplace and really understand uh, application build out and what that means for your patient and the end user. Tell us a little, little bit about yourself and, and your connection to pharmacy. Yeah, I, um, I've spent about 15 years with McKesson and um, recently just uh, just left that organization and working with um, the retail pharmacy system market. Um, prior to that, I was working with um, uh, the health systems on the inpatient side. So I've spent a large portion of my career uh, working with pharmacists, understanding what they do and really helping them to automate a lot of manual processes and to um, increase patient safety and um, compliance, et cetera. So I've spent a lot of time in the pharmacy world. And Greg, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your role with, uh, with TalkDesk. Thanks, Ted. Um, at TalkDesk, I lead the healthcare life sciences strategy. And my background is I've been in the healthcare IT space for a little over 35 years now. So actually started my career in a hospital in, in Boston and uh, spent the majority of my career um, leading sales, marketing, strategy, and operations for various healthcare IT companies, as well as on the consulting side with IBM Global Services and also on the payer side, working with Aetna. I can't, I can't stress in the, in the opening before the interview, I talked about security and privacy and the leverage of the internet and where we were. I remember in my telecom days, goodness gracious, with Sprint Business in 1996, trying to describe to somebody what a website was. <laughs> and we now <laughs> jettison to today and the need for security. TalkDesk is pretty Im impressive with more than 30 security certifications, including a brand new one that you just had, which is the ISO 27701 2019 certif uh, security certification. When we're talking about the leverage of communication, especially within the internet, what I'm trying to understand, Greg, is how an organization that is sensitive towards privacy can really embrace and take advantage of what TalkDesk has designed. Can you kind of, uh, kind of build that out for our listeners? Sure. I mean, really, Todd, our, our focus um, on the healthcare and life sciences team is 
help organizations really reimagine the patient experience. And you know, the, the history of, of healthcare has been very provider-centric. Um, and we seem to have left um, the patient experience sort of along the wayside. And so what we, we really do is to help um, power um, healthcare providers, in particular and payers, um, to help them really streamline the patient experience and synchronize and harmonize all the various communication channels, whether that be text, voice, email, uh, chatbots, artificial, using artificial intelligence, things like virtual agents, and so on, to really you know, bring together the many different interactions that a person or a patient may have with the healthcare system into a cohesive experience uh, that in today's world, unfortunately, is very disjointed, siloed, fractured, and so on. With the build out of technologies and Patty, you and I were talking about this before we began recording, you know about integration and how the growth of many of the technologies in healthcare, part of their growth was integration to other systems. And I'm thinking of artificial intelligence and how when I call an organization for customer service and I'm reliant on initially a call prompter, sometimes I can get frustrated. How does the technologies or how does the systems that you've implemented at TalkDesk give a customer a better experience? That's a great question, Todd. Yeah, so I think that um, typically in healthcare, you know, when you think about call centers and you think about when you call, um, say, a health system to ask a question, you have a very minimal interaction with any sort of um, AI, right? You're basically calling in and you're, you're, you're saying you want to talk to someone about your bill or you want to get an appointment and you're going, then you're waiting on, on hold for long periods of time. So there really isn't a lot of technology typically happening within the health systems versus if you now say, think about, you need to call Amazon to ask a question and think about how many things are happening before you get to a human. And most of the time, you're able to resolve all of your questions and all of your problems without talking to somebody. Um, usually it's a, either it's, it usually starts off with a chat bot, quite frankly. And, um, and so those are the types of things that we want to bring into healthcare because there's a lot of things that we can solve and a lot of, of questions that can be answered without having to speak to a human. And I think that in today's world, Oftentimes, we don't want to wait on hold. We don't want to have to call during specific business hours. Um, we're all very busy. You know, we want that experience that you get in retail and in, um, in, in say, the travel industry to move over to healthcare, right? I think it's important from a um, first call resolution perspective for just customer satisfaction and experience for it to be a lot more personalized. You know, when I call Delta, uh, to find out about my flight because it's been delayed. As soon as they answer, as soon as the um, um, intelligence answers, they know who I am. They know that I have a, a flight that's been delayed. Um, and we don't have that kind of experience in healthcare today. So, so that's what we would like to bring to healthcare. That's awesome. And I don't know if the listeners picked this up, but TalkDesk has a special collaboration with AWS, which is um, Amazon Web Services. Are you guys allowed to talk about that or can we can we tell our listeners a little bit about that? Because that's really impressive. Sure, we can talk about that. Absolutely. Kind of expand upon that because when I read this, um, which I'm going to put this in the show notes, it was saying that you're enriching this agent assistant and TalkDesk speech uh, analytics product by leveraging Amazon uh, Transcribe. And I immediately think of um, 
um, of Alexa apps and how that is uh, one of the best um, communication AIs I have ever experienced, including even you know our my handheld uh, iPhone, the Siri. I think um, the the Amazon product is ten times better. So tell me about that. Yeah, so I think Ted, to take it, uh, raise it up a, a level um, to start with, which is sort of leveraging off what Patty had said, which is, you know, we as consumers um, expect to interact with organizations, enterprises, businesses, and so on in um, many different ways, right? Whether it be text or voice or chat or virtual agents or what have you. And what is important is being able to meet the healthcare consumer. Uh, via the channel of their choice. And so that some people, if you look at, for example, you know, elderly populations, um, they tend to want to call people. And so they, they're more apt to use the, the call center. However, millennials, you know, they, they don't want to call anybody. They want to um, chat. They want to be able to text. They want to get an email, perhaps. Um, and probably calling is one of the last things that they'll want to do. And so with AWS, um, all of our uh, data workloads are, um, are dependent or are built within uh, Amazon Web Services. And so we've, they've been a great partner for us um, from a scalability perspective. We're one of the only, well, actually, they are the only true cloud-native contact center platform. And when you, when being cloud-native, we rely upon um, AWS for massively scalable, rapidly deployable services. Uh, so that we can meet our customers' needs. We had, a, as an example, what AWS helps us with is we just had a customer, um, sign a very large state entity sign a contract with us, and they were literally live within the same day they signed a contract with 500 agents. And so that type of thing is the only, the only way we can do that is by leveraging uh, AWS uh, for the scalability. Now, they have lots of other technology components uh, that are part of the whole Amazon sphere that we are leveraging as well. And you mentioned speech analytics. That's another good example where, um, you know, leveraging those kinds of technologies to make the patient and the consumer experience uh, easier and more accurate. You know, one of the biggest challenges in, in call centers is that, um, you know, the agents having accurate information and most up-to-date information because there's multiple knowledge bases spread around. Um, whereas, a um, AI-powered uh, speech analytics can also help um, uh, accelerate self-service, right? So you don't actually have to talk with a person, but you can work with a virtual agent, for example, who is very intelligent and can understand what you are saying, translate that into um, you know, things like finding the right document uh, to bring, bring then the most accurate information so that the, the consumer or the patient um, resolves their issue quickly, as well as on the first time. I think one of the things you find in a lot of contact centers is first call resolution rates are, are very low, um, especially in healthcare, and it's complicated. So something like speech analytics helps us be really accurate uh, from and enable and empower more self-service capabilities um, for patients and healthcare consumers. I can't help it. Um, uh science fiction buff and my imagination always runs ahead of my guests and I have sometimes I have to slow myself down but I'm thinking of centricity I'm thinking of the epic EHR systems I'm thinking of 
There's uh, Athena Health. There's a, there's a bunch of them out there. Then on the side of technology and pharmacy, I'm thinking of Pioneer and Enterprise RX and all of these other pharmacy management systems. Within both of these systems, regardless of it being an EHR or pharmacy management system, they have access to mounds of data, including um, directories like Medispan, who understands drug-drug interactions, drug allergy interactions, um, you know, personalized um, uh, not notifications within the patient's record. This makes me think there's a real opportunity, especially with uh, AWS on the side through Amazon, to really leverage a frontline medication consult uh, through AI. Um, is there any um, re relevance or, or connection back into the into the usage of of artificial intelligence and where where you see this going? Um, I'm I'm really looking for that from a patient's perspective um, from that question too. Yeah, let me let me take that really quick. And Patty, once you talk about the um, pharmacy specific okay. uh, aspects of this, but if you think about you know as we do a lot of research, primary and secondary research, I hold a lot of focus groups talking with actual you know healthcare consumers as well as uh, patient experience experts out there in the industry. One of the most common themes is around personalization. When, they, when people think about reimagining the patient experience, what, and what does that mean to them? They want it to be personalized and they want it to be easy. And so if you take those two concepts of, of easy and, and personalized and um, you think about the healthcare IT landscape, the electronic health record like an Epic or a Cerner or an Athena or NextGen or Allscripts, or there's literally hundreds of different EHR vendors both on the acute and the ambulatory side. Um, the EHR is a very rich source of information. <clears throat> and so for us at TopDesk, it's, it's vital for us to integrate with these EHRs so that when they do call in and they speak with a live person, that the agent has readily available all of the information about the person. And so as Patty mentioned, you know, when she calls Delta, and I'm a Delta flyer too, they know exactly who, my, who I am. They say, welcome back, Gregory. Are you calling about X? Um, because they know my entire history. And the same thing goes with, with healthcare. That agent should, you know, needs to have the most relevant, up-to-date information about the person or the patient um, to be able to service them in a much more effective way. Now, when you apply artificial intelligence to that uh, EHR integration, we can deliver uh, the same kind of personalization and ease of use through um, virtual agents and self-service so they don't, people don't actually have to get a person on the line to resolve their issue. And so that requires you know, what we refer to as a 360-degree view of the, of the patient or the person um, in order to make that happen. So system integration is something that we have uh, invested heavily in. So whether you're talking about um, something, you know, salesforce.com or Microsoft Dynamics or um, ServiceNow or Zendesk or Cerner or Epic or any of the other EHR systems. Um, all that, that integration work is, is vital to the success for our clients to really personalize that experience and make it easy for the consumer. When it comes to pharmacy, Patty, why don't you talk a little bit more about those types of interactions? Yeah. Um, so, you know, when I came, of course, I, I have such pharmacy lens. The first thing I was thinking of was um, specialty pharmacy and the need for, you know, a greater integration there when you're reaching out and dealing with the care management aspect of specialty pharmacy. 
And wouldn't it be great if when someone called in to talk about, you know, a side effect or something that they were dealing with, with a new specialty medication they were taking, that it could present all that information upon, uh, you know, first call in <laughs> and, and just a lot of different aspects instead of just having an IVR integration, couldn't you do a lot more there, right? And I think that um, the ability to look at medication reconciliation and just a lot of the different um, issues that, um, that we have in pharmacy, um, if we could present that information um, to the, the, the agent, if that need to be, if we could resolve it with AI, um, so that if someone was calling in, we knew what they were taking and, and you know, what could possibly be going on. I was even talking with someone <clears throat> yesterday about, you know, hey, if we can tell a patient's a, a, a diabetic and um, they're not on a statin, wouldn't it be nice if we could present that to the care manager? <laughs> so I think there's a lot of really interesting things that you can do with artificial intelligence and being able to just present and make the information actionable to the um to the person that is um, that is working with the patient. And, and Todd, I would also, you know, if you just take the current environment, right, with the COVID vaccine administration, which has been difficult all over the country, all over the world, really, um, you know, there are very common questions that people, you know, call in for. Um, and unfortunately, because contact centers for provider organizations are just absolutely overwhelmed with call volume. Um, people end up sitting on hold for sometimes two or three hours um, to get to a live person to ask a simple question such as, hey, you know what, I want to I go get the vaccine. However, I'm taking these medications. Um, is it okay? You know, will the vaccine be effective if I'm on these medications? Simple question. Those kinds of questions should be able to be resolved using artificial intelligence and virtual agents and other self-service mechanisms. Um, rather than going and having to sit on on hold, um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of low level. I don't I don't want to say I guess I'm saying low level, but they're not not important if that makes sense. Uh, things that that patients and consumers are uh, calling about that can be automated through AI. Um, it could be anything from hey I just need to you know a question about COVID and the vaccine and you know I'm on this medication. And that EHR integration tells them, yes, you're on this, and it's safe to take, it's safe to go get the vaccine. Or it could be something like, I want to schedule or reschedule an appointment, or I have a question about my healthcare coverage. Um, those types of things are really good examples where AI can automate uh, many of the inquiries and the information flow rather than having to speak with a live person. That's really interesting. And the possibilities, I think, are are limited to the um, to the providers and the administrators who know they have access to all of that information and then how to audio ties or, or voice that so that it can be interactive with the patient with questions. I'm thinking obviously of scheduling of general questions that it's all accessible based on that patient's record. Playing back into pharmacy, uh, Patty, how do you see community pharmacy leveraging uh, TalkDesk um, to, to better service uh, customers that, um, that, that, are their, that are their home customers? These are the people that want the voice of the pharmacist because they're used to it, but nonetheless, there's 600, 1200 prescriptions a day. These organizations, these community pharmacies, they have to be competitive. They have to be keeping yeah. up with the times. So how's that, how's that balance with what TalkDesk can do? 
Yeah, you know, I think that community pharmacy obviously um, has struggled a lot with just, you know, how do we digital, how we provide some sort of digital front door um, to those patients that they're servicing. Um, you know, it's always been a walk in, <laughs> have a conversation. It's always that that's that's community pharmacy's base, right? Um, they know you. Uh, the nice thing that we can offer them is to help them digitalize that we know you aspect, right? And I think that's the foundation of community pharmacy. Um, so, I mean, that's something that we can absolutely help them with. And I think that that's someplace that they definitely struggle. I agree. And I think if the information is available to the systems, the systems can take advantage of communicating the back to the to the patient that you aren't being serviced by some uh, some recording that doesn't know you asking you to press prompt one or two. We actually know you at a much more intimate level of information based on the fact that all that information is accessible by the pharmacy software system. So that's really interesting. Yeah. And Todd, I think, you know, what you just mentioned there is really critical for reimagining the patient experience, which is that intimacy. Right? Healthcare is very personal. And if you feel like you're a, you know, cog in the wheel or a widget um, as a patient, um, that leads to, um, you know, undesirable outcomes, both from a business perspective as well as from a clinical perspective. So when you talk about intimacy and the personalization, um, that is critical to reimagining the patient experience. Patty, someone's listening right now. They're at a pharmacy in a health system. They're at a specialty pharmacy, uh, possibly even a larger community organization that has three, four, or five um, different locations. And they're interested. What's the application? What's um, kind of that elevator pitch of the uh, of the value that TalkDesk brings to specifically a, a pharmacy um, a, a pharmacy environment? Yeah, you know, I think I think that it it is that um, that ability to transform that experience from just you know the the typical IV archery that you experience in pharmacy, where you call in and if you have a new you know prescription, press one. If you have this, you press two. Right? It's it's so impersonal. They have no idea who you are when you call. Um, you have one venue to get in there. Um, you, you do have some apps that people are going in and can do things, and so there's a little bit of better contextualization there, but still you're not getting that real um, personalized aspect, especially when it comes to voice in pharmacy. Um, it, it, it is definitely old fashioned. And I think that that is something that we can really help transform and really interconnect all of those different aspects and make it a true omnichannel experience versus today, you know, you're, you're not getting that in pharmacy in, in general, especially when you're talking about health systems. So I want to have the first pharmacy podcast interview with an artificial intelligence entity that can answer questions on the fly about even disease states. So maybe TalkDesk could um, could sponsor such a conversation. <laughs> that sounds like a great podcast, Todd. <laughs> uh, we always have to be a first. We were the first podcast about the pharmacy industry. We were the first to deliver a continuing education podcast that pharmacists can listen to and, and, and go off and take a short, um, you know, test and get that CE. So yes, innovation is in our blood. We, we absolutely love that. Innovations in your blood as well. And, and the entire team at uh, TalkDesk, I'm sure it's made up of um, 
a multitude of experts from programmers to providers themselves. Do you have any pharmacists on your team? I don't believe that we do. Um, you know, I think I um, that we do have an impressive array of talent at, at TalkDesk. That was the first thing um, that I noticed when I got here is just um, the amazing diversity, um, as well as just deep knowledge in so many different aspects. And, um, and it's been, it's a, it's a quite impressive machine, Todd. I, I, uh, I've been enjoying my time here immensely and it really gives us a lot of room to innovate and not only that, but, but turn around things quickly. Um, and that is so, um, different often when you talk about, um, software that touches patients, right? It's, super slow. It takes a long time. Um, you know, adoption is tough. We're in a really unique time right now, um, because of the pandemic where, um, adoption and healthcare and becoming more digital and becoming uh, more open to unique ways of, of interacting, um, is exploding. And so that is really offering some unique opportunities for us to really partner with healthcare and to transform that patient experience and, and really get somewhere quickly. So it's it's a very exciting time. Yeah, I'd also add on that that, you know, while you know, we as a company um, are very innovative from a technology development perspective and leveraging things like AWS um, to advance the ball much faster than other um, other companies and, and industries can. Um, we, you know, as a company, we have customers, well, we have over two, about 2,000 customers, and they're literally in any industry you can possibly imagine. What that affords us from an innovation perspective is to be able to identify best practices, best practice experiences from a consumer perspective, and being able to then take those and apply those to healthcare so that, you know, again, as we as consumers, we expect to interact with businesses in a certain way. Um, and you know, being able to bring those best practices to the healthcare landscape is part of the innovation that we try to bring to our customers as well. Greg, regarding conversations, regarding the voices being used, can you kind of tell our listeners, because I'm sure they've experienced this in in calling different uh, call centers, the the experience that they'll have with, with TalkDesk Technologies. Yeah, I think we all have had experiences calling into some, you know, some customer service line and you get uh, a, you get an inauthentic computer generated voice uh, that really doesn't instill much, you know, loyalty because you feel like you're just on the outside, right? And um, what we are striving for is what we refer to as conversational AI. So being able to communicate with a, a voice bot, a chat bot, or a virtual agent in a very natural conversational way. And that, you know, the conversational way comes down to both the language that a AI-powered virtual agent would use um, in much more of a casual tone um, in using common words and not, you know, being complicated. And also the actual computer-generated voice. That's just getting better and better and better and better every single day. And so our, our, what we're striving for is for ultimately, you know, somebody contacting an organ, you know, one of our customers, our healthcare customers, doesn't know that they're not talking to a live person. That's really the goal. So it's that cognitive AI and conversational AI that we're really striving for. 
This has been really interesting. I think there's much more that we could dig into with what TalkDesk has staged because once again, application for healthcare specifically is a very uh, needed uh, base with the increase of healthcare services that are being called upon and needed um, throughout the nation, especially with the rise in healthcare services need through the pandemic. So I would like to invite the talk desk team back to a follow-up conversation where we could even have some pharmacists who have leveraged such technologies to service uh, patients and supplement patient information. So I want to thank um, Patty and Greg. Thank you so much for uh, participating today on the Pharmacy Podcast. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. For more information on TalkDesk, you can see in the show notes, but if you're driving, chopping vegetables, exercising, or even changing your child's diaper, because I know what that's all about, uh, go to TalkDesk.com. Once again, that's TalkDesk.com. And once again, the contact information will be in the show notes. Um, Please send us your comments, questions at Pharmacy Podcast on any of the social media platforms. And as always, I thank you so much for being the hub of healthcare. Pharmacists are so important. You're my favorite providers. And everyone in the pharmacy marketplace, you are the U.S. Pharmy. And we love you. We thank you for listening to the Pharmacy Podcast.